0: Well, howdy, y'all. Welcome, and thank you for joining me for the Daily Grind. Uh, this is your host, John Spencer. Grab a mug of your favorite brew and get ready to brew your brain with the rundown on today's date and some interesting historical facts, and sharpen your wit as I toss out a few random musings just to get your brain gears turning. Plus, I will offer up some thoughts to ponder to enrich your faith as we focus on our walk with Jesus. Now, thank you for joining me on the Daily Grind. This has been the first week of Daily Grind podcast. Uh, I think this will be a podcast that occurs Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Uh, it will not occur on the weekends the real reason being because Marcy told me I couldn't do podcasts on the weekends. I prefer to think that I am not going to do a podcast on the two strongest days of the week, which are Saturday and Sunday, because all the other days are weekdays. All right, well, let's get this show on the road. it's friday june 9th and on june 9th in 1934 donald duck debuted in the wise little hen in 1959 the first nuclear-powered ballistic missile submarine the uss george washington was launched in 1973 on june 9th secretariat won the u.s triple crown Having won the Kentucky Derby, the Preakness Stakes, and the Belmont Stakes. June 9th is, appropriately, Donald Duck Day. It's also Strawberry Rhubarb Pie Day. It's also National Earl Day. So, if you know anybody named Earl, wish them a happy National Earl Day. And now it's that time on The Daily Grind to sharpen your wit. I spotted an albino dalmatian the other day. I figured it was the least I could do. If Jimmy cracked corn and no one cared, why is there a song about him? When you think about it, technically, Alaska is the most eastern, western, and northern state in the United States. Hey, I hear that this year's Fibonacci convention is going to be really special. Apparently, it's as big as the last two put together. I don't know about y'all, but I am tired of people saying age is only a number. Age is clearly a word. Now, considering some aphorisms, I will tell you that it is true that an apple a day keeps the doctor away. But You have to throw it hard enough and with a fair degree of accuracy. Not too long ago, I finished rereading a pretty classic text. um, Henry Nouwen's Reaching Out, The Three Movements of the Spiritual Life. It's become one of my favorite books, and I pick it up and read it, I don't know, every three to five years or so. And I had a good friend when we were in Vienna, and I don't know who to give this credit to. I think it was Scott Holly, could have been David Lindner, who I think told me that they had some books they read uh, every couple of years, and the reason being is they said because You can read a great book over and over because you should never be the same person reading it. Boy, I found that to be true. The first time I read this book, I was living in a foreign country and I was a newlywed. The next time I read it, I was a parent and life has continued to change. And I will tell you, um, it's a book. The last time I read it, it was a different book because I was a different person reading it. That was further along in some of the practices. But it's a good book worth a read. I'll put the title and stuff in the show notes. The first movement in the book is from loneliness to solitude. Now, this book was written in 1975, and now one says that the contemporary society in which we find ourselves makes us acutely aware of our loneliness, we become increasingly aware that we are living in a world where even the most intimate relationships have become part of a competition and rivalry. Was that still too true in 2023? Yep, I think so. Because we all hate to be alone. I think most folks are desperately afraid of loneliness. Most of us don't even know how to deal with quiet or a lack of stimulation. We don't want to risk being alone with ourselves and really entering deeply, I think, into our own experiences sometimes. Uh, and that's a shame because that has the potential to have uh, some real fruit born out in our character. Now and describes it like this He says, To live a spiritual life, we must first find the courage to enter into the desert of our loneliness. And to change it by gentle and persistent efforts into a garden of solitude. I like the idea of going that it's it's not a matter of whether you're by yourself or in a crowd. You can be in a group of people and be lonely, be all alone. Um, but solitude is really independent. And it is it is totally different than being lonely. Um, the second movement is from hostility to hospitality. And it's the one that I really thought about talking the most about on this podcast. So I'm going to skip down to the third movement in his book. And it is moving from illusion to prayer. And now it identifies the illusions that continually tempt us in seeking out our own security our safety he says we have to give up the lure of what is impermanent for the dependability of what is permanent like we focus so much on wanting thinking that we'll find our peace and our security in a pay raise or a different light circumstance or you know having a relationship that works or a new car or whatever the late just things that are not permanent temporary transitory um and when we think that those are the things that will do things for us when that's what we seek and ask for it's kind of where the illusion is so he writes it this way i'm going to quote him um he says patiently but persistently we must slowly unmask the illusion of our immortality, dispelling even the feeble creations of our frustrated mind and stretch out our arms to the deep sea and the high heaven in a never ending prayer. And when we move from illusion to prayer, we move from human shelter to the house of God. Somewhat paradoxically, Prayer doesn't lead us out of the world. It moves us more deeply into it. And to be a part of God's plan to bring hope and good news and redemption and salvation to a lost and broken world. Um, Being the expression of our greatest love, it doesn't keep pain away from us. To the degree that our prayer becomes the prayer of our hearts, we will love more and suffer more. See more light and more darkness, more grace and more sin, more of God and more of humanity. That's really not that bad. Now, the second movement from hostility to hospitality is the one that just strikes me still so relevant. Even it was written in 75. It could have been written last week. Cause I don't know about y'all, but doesn't it seem that hostility is increasing? I mean, globally, yeah, there's conflicts going, but just the the culture that we live in just has become so caustic and hostile and tribal, and and it's all about just saying, "I what am what group." Do I identify with and if I find one then I am only for that and opposed 100% to anything not that Um, you know and listen I'm not going to get political on the daily grind this is about as political as I'm going to get but I am going to speak this out right now because we're about to get into another political campaign season and so as a follower of Jesus I would just offer this to ponder, you know, that if we're really going to follow Christ through this broken world, then we should be in a place, I think, where you're really following hard after him, where you are going to be too conservative for liberals and too liberal for conservatives. And then I believe Jesus calls us to be praying to our father that his rule and his reign and his kingdom would show up and be evident and present on this earth, just like it is in heaven where he's in charge because he is in charge and that's just the way we want it. And that my loyalty and my hope should not be in a party uh, or even a man-made party political, governmental structure. My allegiance should not be to an elephant or to a donkey. It should only be to the lamb of God and about his kingdom. And I may have said that before, but you know what? I, I'm in a self-described pre curmudgeon phase of life. I'm not quite old enough to be a curmudgeon, but I want to be one. So I'm pre curmudgeon. And one of the rights and privileges pertaining thereto for someone in a pre curmudgeon state is that we just get to repeat stuff. Sometimes because it's important, sometimes it's because we can't remember if we said it before or not. But in Nowen's book, where there's some depth and substance, um, you know, he talks about how it is much easier and in some ways much more satisfying to our flesh to regard others with hostility, especially those who are different from us. It'll feel good to pile on our anxiety, our mistrust, our anger, suspicion, onto others, treating them like scapegoats to release us from our own fears. But now one is really kind of clear. He states in the book this way, that it is our vocation to convert the hostess into the hospice. I know, Latin words. It's really saying we convert the enemy into a guest. And we create the free and fearless space where brotherhood and sisterhood can be formed and fully experienced. Um, I think what one gets to in his book is that we can either approach people with hostility where we really are putting up walls and barriers and we're attacking we're hostile we're we're really it's about us and protecting me or i can move towards hospitality and it doesn't mean that you know i know how to host a party or i make you know my house welcome i mean it could be those things but what it really is about it's the creation of a free space in our lives like i create room to let somebody different than me in i create a free space where the stranger can enter and become a friend instead of an enemy hospitality is not to change people but it offers them space where change can take place. Because real change only comes about by the Holy Spirit. That's all I have today for Friday on the Daily Grind. Um, I will hope that you will join me again uh, Monday when we start the Daily Grind up again. And my hope and my prayer is that this weekend you will find some time to think about entering into solitude, that you won't shy away from the quiet space, that you will create an opportunity and some space to make a move towards hospitality uh, and see a stranger, not as an enemy, but as a potential guest. Thank you again so much for joining me on The Daily Grind. We'll see you when the next episode is going to drop on Monday, June 12th. And in the meantime, may the God of endurance and encouragement grant y'all to live in such harmony with one another in accord with Christ Jesus, that together y'all may with one voice glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, welcome one another as Christ has welcomed y'all for the glory of God.